Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Alon Bender with Clear Security. Welcome, Alon. Thank you so much, Lee. A pleasure to be here. Before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about Clear Security. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so Clear Security is a cybersecurity startup uh, based in Florida. And the way we serve folks is by offering a solution to help organizations better defend themselves against cyber attacks. So we developed a unique and innovative uh, platform. It's SaaS Security as Service. It's all cloud-based that allows uh, businesses, uh, we typically ta- target the large organizations, allows businesses and other organizations to deal with the overwhelming number of threats uh, that triggers alerts and be able to sort through the noise and figure out how to respond to those alerts, security alerts, cybersecurity alerts uh, in a timely manner. What's your background? Why are you the right person to take on this challenge? Yeah, so my background in cybersecurity through and through, I've been in in the cybersecurity field for my entire career. So in the last 20 years, I've been working for some of the leading companies in the space, like Trend Micro, Symantec, McAfee, Proofpoint, well-known brands. And uh, I witnessed the problem firsthand as a security engineer. I've been working with different organizations on the East Coast, on the West Coast. And I learned about that problem of getting overwhelmed with security alerts, uh, cybersecurity alerts firsthand by working with the key decision makers. So just coming from that hands-on field experience really uh, gave me the right uh, tools and background to put together um, this company, Clear Security, in order to come up with a solution. One of my uh, experiences have been that working for some of those other vendors, when when you meet with the potential customers, each vendor wants to say, hey, I have my uh, new shiny tool that if you deploy that, uh, that tool will block nearly 100% of threats. Uh, while uh, the reality is really there's no tool out there that can get anywhere close to being able to fulfill that promise of stopping 100% of uh, of threats, which just doesn't exist. And that turns into an operational nightmare, operational challenge for many organizations that it's not if they will get breached, but it's really when, and how do you prepare for that? And how do you not uh, overstretch your limited resources as you go through the process of protecting the digital assets of your company. Now, um, what part of your technology allows them to kind of um, see the signal uh, instead of the noise? How how do you kind of uh, discern what are the threats that they should be paying attention to and uh, what are the ones that they could ignore? 
Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the other things that we notice, and that uh, definitely since COVID-19, is that the threat landscape shifted to being people-focused, meaning that most of the breaches, so if you look at the latest analyst reports, they talk about 82% in the last year of breaches happened when a person was basically compromised. Someone may have gotten a PCR results and say, hey, click here, your PCR results arrive, it's urgent, uh, and other types of a little bit more sophisticated type of attacks like social engineering. You may get a message from someone that you think is your manager. It's actually not your manager asking you to do something urgent and to share uh, with them uh, sensitive information like account, bank account details, etc. And those, unfortunately, are very effective from the bad actor's perspective and are able to bypass all of the existing defenses. So what we have done with Clear Security we basically developed and came up with a unique innovative technology that allows us to identify how people are being targeted. And by doing so, we are now able to go and identify that signal, what we call a signal, and correlate that and look at all of the other signals that you may already have in your network in order to unveil how that breach or how that threat is propagating or targeting your organization, by doing so, be able to respond to that uh, very quickly. Now, you mentioned that this is a SaaS product. Is this something that's geared primarily to kind of the Fortune 1000 companies, or is this something that's going to be deployed to uh, businesses of all sizes? Yeah, that's a great question. So we see different use cases. Uh, I would say the vast majority of the use cases are the uh, large organization, like 2,500 employees and above. However, we do work with some MSSPs. Those are uh, managed security service providers that are typically much smaller in size. And they provide, they have the ability to wrap their services around our SaaS offering and provide that service to their customers. So they, those MSSPs, are typically much, much smaller. They may have dozens of employees, probably not more than that. And for them to be able to scale up without having to hire lots of resources, and it's very hard to justify that when you're a small organization while still keeping up with the, the growth in threats that their customers are experiencing and meeting their service level agreements, their SLAs with their customers while keeping that within their profit margin. This is where Clear Security helps these type of service providers to be able to basically provide a false multiplier. So automate what otherwise would have been handled manually. And then, uh, so they become the user of Clear on behalf of their clients? Correct. So they're becoming the manager of managers. So they basically manage the environment on behalf of their clients and they basically are a client of clear security but they use clear security as a platform to really manage their customers environment using clear security now um at the stage you mentioned you're a startup at this stage do you have examples that you can share where this has been deployed and has um you know kind of done what you promise yeah so we are actually this is exactly the process that we are going through right now we are just releasing our first uh, product, first release, 
to the market. We are actually right now planning for several pilots with potential customers, and we definitely would welcome the opportunity to invite anyone else uh, to join our pilot program and just to test the system. There's no risk. It, it's out of band. There's no uh, risk to any business flow. Uh, it's very safe. The setup of this type of system, because it's SaaS cloud-based, takes minutes. So uh, very easy to set it up and let it just run in audit mode and prove itself. And so you're looking for uh, partners to pilot this, whether they're the end user or the MSPs? Yes, correct. So we are looking to add more uh, pilots uh, to the program. So if there are any organizations out there that are experiencing challenges when it comes to their security uh, operations, being able to keep up with alerts, with the amount of threats, uh, this is where we can come come in and offer uh, a pilot, basically a proof of concept to demonstrate how we are able to help them in their unique and specific environment. Now, you mentioned before that humans uh, tend to be the weak link or can be a weak link in organizations. Is there an example you can share of something that maybe has gone undetected and that had a big impact? Yeah, absolutely. So I would think about something that actually there are a number of examples that are more recent, like Uber. The Uber one is uh, fairly recent, very recent. But I like to give another example because I was involved in that hands-on. And that's back in 2018, there was a major ransomware attack on the city of Atlanta. So if you remember, that was all over the news. Uh, and that all started basically with a simple email that contained a ransomware. And uh, the impact of that single attack was immense. The Mata uh, services were impacted. Uh, All of the payment services throughout the city of Atlanta went down for a period of time. It took several good months to recover from that uh, cyber attack. And during that time, there was disruption to all um, city services Anything that involved payments from parking to transportation to airport, that was a very severe event. And I like to use that as an example because people not always realize that those type of cyber attacks have very real implications and they can impact our lives in a very, very real way. And the Atlanta Bridge would be probably a good example of that. And then and sometimes it's like you said, that it's just an email that people aren't, you know, paying super close attention to that just slips through the cracks. Somebody clicks on something and then all of a sudden now a, a hundred dominoes have now fallen and you're in trouble. Exactly. So what happened with the city of Atlanta is that the bad actors, uh, it was an Iranian uh, group that actually operated out of Germany. Um, they basically targeted specific people within the city. So that was a highly targeted, very sophisticated type of attack. It's not a widespread virus that everybody sees and it's easier to, um, to identify the footprint, but it was highly targeted. Those are very hard to detect, even though the method itself was very simple. So during my involvement with the city of Atlanta at the time, I helped the city to identify some of those risks and I was able to show 
to the heads of cybersecurity in the city of Atlanta that the police department, including the police radio, were targeted by bad actors trying to bring down uh, anything that is related to the police from the police radio, meaning just try to insert a ransomware and lock down all of the systems and all of the files that are related to the police radio to targeting at the time the chief of police and deputy deputy uh, chief of police. So that was a very sophisticated orchestrated attack and unfortunately those happen every single day. Now if somebody wants to learn more about clear security um, maybe uh, participate in the pilot or just learn more about the offering uh, what is the best way to get a hold of you or uh, check out the website or something along those lines? Yeah, I think the best way is to check out our website. Our website is clearclearsec.com. And uh, if anyone wants to get a hold of me, they can find my details on LinkedIn. That's Alon, A-L-O-N, Vendor. And we are more than happy to share more details around our programs, as well as to further uh, discuss the opportunity to uh, offer pilots and what are some of the benefits of running those pilots uh, risk-free it's we don't charge for the pilots so there's really no risk no cost and it will give you a good uh, visibility to into the threats that you may be missing today and more importantly how you can automate what you may be doing today manually now uh as you mentioned before, your startup, are you looking for funding at this point? Are you looking for talent? Uh, is there anything else we could be doing to help you? Yeah, so uh, we are in the process of actually opening our uh, next uh, round of uh, funding. Uh, so we definitely are open to discussions with any VCs or investors. We do have several uh, high-profile angel investors that are behind Clear Security. We definitely look for, uh, forward to the opportunity to, to extend uh, that, uh, uh, that opportunity to additional investors as we are planning for our hyper growth and, uh, and executing, executing on our go-to-market strategy. Well, Alon, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you, Lee. Thank you so much. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you next time on Atlanta Business Radio. 